What's up, guys? It is the Sports Fanatic back with yet another edition of the Sports Fanatic. Happy Monday, y'all. Happy Monday. I uh, hope y'all are staying inside, staying productive, staying healthy, staying happy on this fine Monday. Um, and today's podcast, well, today's edition of the, of the Sports Fanatic, it's going to be about a topic that has been really, that has always been talked about, kind of, you know, over the years. Like, it's, I mean, it's always kind of been there, but not as much as it is now. And that is the topic of um, going to college or going overseas. Well, now, overseas slash the G League. Now, um... It used to be the topic used to be going straight from high school uh, to the NBA with guys like Amir Johnson, Kevin Garnett, LeBron James, I believe J.R. Smith, um, you know, and even recently with you know like guys like Anthony Simmons going straight from high school to the NBA. Um, you know, it's been a really talked about um, topic. Um, you know, with the whole high school to college one and done type type deal. But now with the injection of old being going overseas and now the G League coming up with different multiple um, top high school prospects decommitting from different schools and just skipping the process all together to go to, to, to the G League. I mean, it's 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 now it's kind of at like a, I guess, all time high, you can say. Um, so today, really, I'm just going to be going over different, um, you know, I guess different pros of both. Um, I, I left cons out of this one. I'm just really going to be doing different pros, um, different advantages of going to the G League slash overseas um, versus going versus be going to the uh, versus versus going to the to college versus taking the college route. Now, um, recently, obviously, guys like Jalen Green. Isaiah Todd and um, Dacian Nix, three guys to name a three, three guys to name to just name a few. Um, Isaiah Todd decommitting from the Michigan Wolverines basketball program to sign to go to the G League. Uh, Jalen Green skipping the whole process. I mean, he was obviously in the recruiting process. I mean, but he basically skipped all of it. Didn't commit to any school. But going straight to the G League. Uh, Dacian Nix. Uh, Committed, was committed to UCLA. Probably uh, he believed he was a, a point guard. Um, he decommitted, and now he's going to the G League. Um, and but overseas, you know, obviously guys like Lamelo Ball, R.J. Hampton, you know, have gone overseas over the past couple of years, you know, and made good money over there, you know, um, while getting a different feel, different style of basketball, kind of, you know, different feel, different country, different everything, you know, different, different environment over in Australia in the NBL. Um, so, I mean, I'm just going to be going over those, and those were just some examples of, you know, guys going overseas and, um, you know, uh, and the guys going in, into the, to the uh, G League. Um, so let's just get started. So I'm, and I'm going to be saying each pro and I'm also going to be kind of, you know, talking about it, you know, going a little bit in depth with it. Um, so we're going to start with overseas, overseas, um, slash, slash the, the G League, um, you're closer to the NBA. Uh, this is for uh, G League. You're closer to the NBA, obviously. Um, the G League is right below the NBA. Um, it's basically the developmental league. 
And so but you're basically right at the you're not at the NBA level, but you're as close as you're going to get in terms of taking one step. Um, oh, and also at the end, I will I, I, I will give my opinion on, on this and what I would do. Um, but basically, you are close, I mean, you're closer to, 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 to the league because uh, you're basically a step below. Um, another pro is with overseas. Um, it's pos- it's a possibility that you can learn a new style of basketball playing overseas. Um, and by that, by that, by that, I mean, it's been known over for years now that guys over in Europe, um, Europe, it's kind of different in basketball. I mean, they, they kind of make them different over there in Europe. You know, they, and they produce great talent, you know, guys like Luca, Porzingis, uh, Dirk, um, Kukoc, Stoyakovich, um, Petrovic. I can go on and on with great European players that have came over and made an impact in um, in the NBA. You know, I mean, and it's just a different style of ball over there. And I feel like guys, yeah, these young guys, can go over there and not only make money, but also um, they could they can also I mean learn a new style of basketball. You know, be be taught a different style of ball in a different place. Um, I mean, obviously you're, you're traveling, you're in the, you're in a different country overseas. So I feel like you can, I feel like you can learn a different style of ball over there and really adapt and, you know, add some things to your game that maybe you might not be able to add as much over in the States. Um, and honestly, I mean, and, and, oh, and overseas, you know, I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's tough over there, you know, I mean, you're, you're a young kid playing against a bunch of grown men, grown men. You know, and I mean, I feel like you can, they can, you can really mature over there for these young guys, especially they can really mature overseas and, you know, really get a different perspective of all things, you know, and I think they can really get better by playing against guys who are older than them, guys who are playing for their lives, really playing, you know, for that paycheck, playing, paying, like really balling, you know, really trying to get paid and really doing what they're doing, doing what, what they live as well, you know, so if we can really you can you can take stuff from your, you can add different stuff to your game. I feel like overseas, you know, and you and you it can also toughen you up and I think develop you. Um, and um, my next my next um point for uh, overseas slash G League um is you can become big in the G League. Obviously, you see see you know how Lamelo Ball and you know R J Hampton blew up over in Australia. You know, you can see how they blew up and how big they got. Um, you know, uh, Lamelo obviously it was is was already part of the Ball family, and you know already had a name for himself. But you know, if if, if you're good enough, I mean, you can go over, go overseas and already have a fan base and really have a, a a set base. You know, before you even get to the league, or come back to the states. You know, you you can really really um, blow up. Um, Overseas, and I think that's you know some one thing that guys might might be considering with overseas that's the G League, um, you know. So that's another thing, and I think this is my last point. My last point is, who knows? You can potentially. <laughs> I'm not saying this for, for everybody, or you know, everybody can you know, is going to have a shot at at doing this, um, but you can potentially buy the team <laughs> now. This is kind of a joke, obviously. Um, basically, what I'm saying is, you know, Lamelo Ball bought his NBL team, um, and 
yeah, and skipped out on going to UCLA and went and went to his uh, and basically yeah, and him and um, I think I think him and Lavar um, bought his NBA his NBL team, and uh, obviously he's been he's benefiting he- heavily from it. He's a protected top five pick this year uh, in the draft, and you know he's got big things lined up for him. You know, so um, there's definitely some pros. Um, of going to the G League slash overseas, you know, from a different style of ball, maybe, you know, maturing, growing up, you know, um, you know, different, I mean, getting the fan base overseas started. You know I mean? It's different pros going to the G League slash, slash overseas. And also as well as I, my, my first point was closer to the league and you're getting paid big money because these, I mean, they're talking about these um, contracts for uh, these young guys coming into, you know, the G League, um, like around like more than the typical G, G-, G- League player makes, obviously. Um, so, I mean, you're, you're going to get paid. You're going to get paid big bucks um, going straight from going from high school to the G League overseas. Now to college. Uh, obviously, there's a whole long list of guys that are going to college and going and been great in the NBA, obviously. Uh, just so many names, you know, but I'm talking about the one and done's, you know, I mean, but what I mean by what I just said was, um, like these guys, if they were going to go to college, I feel like the majority of them, as does everybody else probably think they will probably be one of be one and done's right. Um, so with that being said, these, 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 these pros are not really, I mean, they're for high school athletes these high school players, but if, if really, if, 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 if we're really looking at it, the majority of these guys, I feel like are going to be one and done players. Um, if they do go, some of them might stay a couple years, but you know, we'll just dive right into it. Basically my, my first pro for going to college to high school is a once in a lifetime college experience. Now you got to think that these top High, these top high school, these top high school ball players who go straight, who go from high school to college, you know, you gotta think that these guys were the ish on their college campuses. You know, you gotta, you gotta think that these guys were the top. I'm talking about, you know, your 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 uh, your, your Zion's, your um, Trey Youngs, your um, Carl Anthony Towns is back in the back in 2015. Um, you know, well, you John Walls, Marcus Cousins, but, um, you know, Anthony Davis, Anthony Davis is of the world, you know, probably even your Cole Anthony this year. I mean, these, these uber talented freshmen that come into, that come into these universities and, you know, as, as when your guys going top five, top 10 in the draft, you got to believe that, you know, they were the, the head honchos. On their campus, you know, and they were the guys getting all the recognition, you know, all all the accolades, you know, they they, they were up to, they were those guys on campus, you know, um, and you know, college, being in college, you know, it, it's something those those you know four years you're never gonna get back, you know, if you do stay four years, I mean, college you're never gonna get those college years back. So I feel like being a young kid, you know, especially going to a a, a, a blue blood school, being a young kid. You know, um, playing big time ball and being that guy on campus. I mean, who wouldn't who wouldn't want that, right? Um, I mean, and 
So that leads into my second point. I mean, being in, you could possibly play for some of the best basketball minds ever. Um, and by, and that's really, if you're going, I mean, not just blue bloods, but some under, you know, some lesser programs in, in D1 also have great, great coaches, but really what, you know, with the John Calipari's and the Roy Williams's and the coach K's and, you know, um, you know, different, you know, the Mark, Mark Fuse, you know, Gonzaga, um, if you didn't know. Those guys, I mean, you, you could possibly pay, play and learn from some of the greatest coaches, basketball minds ever. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's an opportunity. I think that's something that, I mean, obviously a lot of guys have taken that route going to a bit, a bit of the blue blood school. But, I mean, it's really, I mean, guys just use that as a stepping stone. I mean, and I know the more you stay in college, the more likely your stock, your, your, your draft stock could, could drop, which that's something I'm kind of going to touch on with one of my next points. But basically, um, having a chance to play for some of these great college coaches, um, I mean, it, I would take advantage. I would take advantage of that. If I was these guys, I would take advantage of that, you know, because I mean, that, that, that's a great uh, experience. You know, you could probably learn a lot from those guys. I mean, I think I, I mean, a lot of these guys are using them as stepping stools, staying one or two years and then going, which I understand. But you could learn a lot from those guys and. Obviously, excuse me. Obviously, they could probably they probably have them on 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 speed dial. Probably could call them up, you know, and talk to them whenever they want to. They probably have great connections with the coaches after they leave. These guys that go to these big schools, you know. But I mean, you get to play with some of the greatest. Like I mean, I, I'm gonna say it again: the greatest, some of the greatest minds in in basketball, you know. And you you could potentially learn a whole lot from those guys. Um. Now, my next point is you could now with this new, um, you know, this new NCAA rule where you could advertise yourself um, and, you know, put yourself out there on social media, you know, really brand yourself. That's a big, that was a a big counterpunch. Um, That was a big counterpunch to, um. To, to the G League, being able to, you know, taking the young players in, get them, you know, paying them. Um, that was a big counterpunch because, you know, now, guys, you could go to a, a top school, put yourself out there. I mean, you didn't, they're not going to get get paid straight up, you know, but you can put yourself out there. Um, you can, you know, make yourself known, really kind of make money off of yourself, bet on, bet on yourself. Uh, and that's, that's, that's pretty big. Um, that, that that that's a pretty big thing now that that the NCAA has done to counterpunch the NBA slash G League, um, and it's something that you guys might want to think about as well. And I'm looking here, my last point. Yeah, my, my last point is okay. If you don't, if you go to college, right, and you get injured or whatever. God forbid, I mean, you get injured, whatever, or you don't pan out your first year. If you are a top, you know, recruit coming out of high school, you don't pan out your first year, you know, or you don't do great, you know, your first two, one or two years. That's cool. Okay, there's been many great players, past and present, that have stayed multiple years in in in, um, in college and done great things. Multiple players from. You know, uh, Tim Duncan, Steph Curry, um, 
Dame, Damian Lillard. Um, I believe Gordon Hayward stayed multiple years in college. Um, You know, Michael Jordan, the GOAT, was at Carolina for for three years. Um, So, there's multiple players. There's great players all throughout history. Scattered throughout throughout the college football, college football, college basketball history that have been multi-year guys and made big impacts, you know? Um... There's some guys throughout college basketball history that have been multi-year guys and now are in the Hall of Fame. I think D. Wade stayed at Marquette for more than a year. Um, I believe, I mean, Jimmy Butler. I mean, there's multiple, multiple good to great players that have been, that have went to college basketball, didn't pan out the first year or two, but blossomed in year three or four. And if you do, if you don't blossom or pan out, it's okay. It's still a chance that, I mean, and, and even recently, Buddy Heald, you know, Buddy Heald was a four-year guy at Oklahoma. Look at him in, in, in the NBA, one of the best shooters in the league. Okay? So, I mean, it's not like, um, and I can go on and on and on. I could, I, I think I just named a few and then some. I can go on and on. But my point is, is that there's been guys who didn't pan out in their you know, freshman or rookie or or sophomore year in college, and they still went on and had great, good to great NBA careers, good to great. It's guys throughout history. So these guys thinking that you know, going from high school to to um, to college, you know, is going to mess them up somehow, or you know, if they don't get it their first year, they they just I mean, it's done, or they're not going to have a great career. That's far from the truth. And these are all things that these guys should consider. Um, you know, and now I'm gonna give my opinion, what I would do, um, and what I think these college players should do. Me, I would I would take the college route because, um, I feel like me I I've always looked at college and been like, man, college is a great place to be, man. College is a great place, you know. It's full of opportunities. You know, full of different people you can meet. You know, it's just great now. And I feel like with this, with this, even though these guys aren't getting paid, paid, you're still making money off of yourself. You can still advertise yourself. You know, you, you can still bet on yourself. Some, you know, um, and also, I mean, if you do go to these, you know, and, and you you could possibly be a guy if you are a top recruit or you go to a lower school, you could put a school on the map. You could take a school to the. You know, a John Morant, for example, took Murray State last year to the second round of the NCAA tournament. They lost, yes, but he put them on the map, and now he's in the NBA. About to win, was about to win Rookie of the Year. You know, so if you're a young guy, you're right, and, and he wasn't hi- highly touted out of high school. I mean, nobody really really knew who, who who he was coming out of high school, coming out of South Carolina. So, you know, um, I think you could really put a team on the map if you're one of these top top recruits. And you go and you really, you really invest in that team, and you really put your put all put your all into that team. You can put a team on the map, you know, as well as putting yourself out there and still getting to the league, you know, and having been in college, you know, having been enjoyed enjoyed that college experience, and having been, you know, uh, the type of guy on a team that you that you might have taken to the NCAA tournament, you know, and if you are a guy that's going to the one of these blue blood schools, take advantage of learning from these top, 
top, you know, minds in basketball. You know what I'm saying? Take advantage, you know, make connections. Get, you know, get as much knowledge as you can from these guys, you know? And then that's just me. This is all things that I would do. I mean, my team, these guys have to do them or not, you know, that's their choice, but this is what I would do. And last but not least, what should these players do? These players, Jumbo, please, should do what's best for them. At the end of the day, everybody's different. Everybody has different likes. Everybody has different dislikes. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, everybody's not really built. Everybody's not built the same. You know, everybody, I mean, I mean, all these guys are different. All these, I mean, they're all young, but at the same time, they're all different. You know, so, you know, one guy might want to go enjoy and have that college experience. Like, like, like Zion. Zion went to Duke and he wanted to come back again for a second year. Zion Williamson, the 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 social media, you know that guy dunking all over the place, you know Zion, Zion Williamson wanted to come back to Duke for a second year. Um, he wanted to come back, and Coach K said no. Go to the league, get your money, you know, make start your legacy now, you know, do great things. Zion wanted it. Yeah, that guy that everyone thought was okay, he's just no way he's gonna come back to Duke after. I mean, it was a foregone conclusion that he was gonna be one and done at, at Duke. You know? Um, everyone thought he was gonna which he which he was, obviously, but he himself he wanted to come back. So, you know, with all that being being said, all these guys are different, you know, even though they are at the same talent level, they they might think this different, they might like different things. So they should do what's best for them, okay? And that's my take on this whole NCAA, um, G League, college, you know, um, uh, situation. Um, These guys should do, I gave you my opinion, these guys should do what they want to do, what's best for them and their family. And yeah, you let me know what you guys would do, what you guys think of this podcast. Um... And yeah, man, this is the Sports Fanatic signing off. Have a blessed rest of your day. Have a productive rest of your day. And I will see y'all when I see y'all. Peace out.